Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Hi, welcome to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Ah. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the hardest screen land. Yes. And what's today's show about? Well, today's show is called, If You Feel Like a Twisted Sister, It's Time to Be a Non-Resister. Yes, because when we feel threatened, it's easy to get into attack mode. We, Daryl and Ed, have discovered that fighting anything only leads to more pain. On today's show, we'll share stories and surefire tricks for dropping your weapons and surrendering to the flow of power that nourishes and protects. And during the second segment, Funniest Thing fan Jen Henry will join the show to read today's daily word, non-resistance. It's a classic reprint from 1962 commemorating the magazine's 90th anniversary. Ah, fascinating. Non-resistance. That's a good one. An excellent topic. And a great way to start off our three breaths. Yes, it is. It is. We've also had some great uh, stories to share about what this means to us and how we actually had to apply these tools this week. That's right. Well. Big time, right? Yes. So we got great readings and everything else. So we'll start with three breaths. And we just clarify what these will be. Well, we're very wait. excited. And we got to make sure people understand how to do the three breaths. If they're listening, if you're listening at home. All right, lay it on us. Lay it on me. I'm not sure. What well, I thought about. you were Ed's technique. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're listening at home, we usually take one breath to clear our mind. Then we all breathe together. And Daryl and I will say a little. Well, wait, we, we say it a, a sentence. Take a deep breath in. Yes. Then we say the rest of the sentence. And, and then, then we breathe, breathe out. out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now that we got that clear, I think we will go. 
So first, take a deep breath and clear your mind. Ah. Now remember, this show is all about non-resistance, right? That's right. So when when we get when we feel tempted, we're we may be upset. We might feel threatened or scared by something, and we might feel like we need to defend ourselves or protect ourselves. We might want to blame people. And we know what happens when I feel tense and I'm feel like I'm in attack. I'm being attacked, and I'm getting ready to put my dukes up. Your panties get in a bunch. Yes, I refer to them as (laughs) undies, though, because I'm a man. That's right. So here we go. If my undies are in a twister. It's time to be a non-resistor. If my undies are in a twister, it's time to be a (sighs) non-resistor. If my My undies undies are in a twister, twister, it's time time to to be be a (sighs) non-resistor. for a reading from Science of Mind, page 614 from the glossary. Now, we're going to start today with a reading from Ernest Holmes. Science of Mind. Defining all of our books, by the way, if you go to goodreads.com forward slash Daryl and Ed, you'll find every book we read from with a link where you can buy it online and uh, read it for yourself, add it to your morning routine for inspiration. So we went to the glossary, which we've fallen in love with lately, to find out what does non-resistance mean in the words of Ernest Holmes. And this one always works well for us. So it's called non-resistance. Fighting any adverse condition only increases its power over us because we are making a reality of it. Someone has said that the language of resistance is pain, but non-resistance finds the harmony of the universe and swings swings into its motion, going with the stream of power which nourishes and protects. Resistance is the offspring of fear and ignorance. Non-resistance is the offspring of love. Yes. And just the other day, I wrote in my, um, darn, I wish I had the meditation book, but just the other day, I wrote in my little book here, after I do my morning routine, I write some of the positive uh, you know, thoughts I have, and that's a good practice to get into if you do when you do your morning routine. Yes. And what I wrote was that emo- my emotional pain means that my thoughts are going in the wrong direction. Yes. Yes. And, and yes. then I read, and it was also an Emmett Fox that day that said, "Think in the direction you want to go." Yes. And that kind of goes along with non-resistance because anytime I'm in pain, yeah, it's my thinking yes. is going contrary to what is, and this is it. Should I throw in this one now? The let's just read this two oh, lines yeah, real perfect. quick because this Daryl sent me this quote from Abraham Hicks the other day, which goes right along with what you just said, which is anytime you feel negative emotion, you're in the mode of resisting something that you want, and that resistance takes its toll on you. It takes its toll on your physical body. And it takes its toll on the amount of wonderful things that you are allowing to come into your experience. So that goes right into. Yes. And this is it. So how do I stop resisting? What is the trick that will help me not be afraid, not even sure sometimes what I'm afraid of, 
but starting to think in these negative ways. And Einstein, funniest thing, and this is from a Science of Mind magazine I just happened to pick up for free from 2013. In March. Yeah, it's from March 2013 at the... Center for Spiritual Living in Inglewood. Yes. And it says this. It says, Einstein was once asked what he thought the most important question was that a human being needed to answer. And this Mm. means any time in your mind, if you're feeling resistance, you'll be able to ask yourself this. And it is, is the universe a friendly place? It is a good question. With our free will, we co-create life through the power of our thoughts. If we believe the universe is unfriendly, life becomes a continuation of struggles. We are always bracing ourselves for the next crisis, and we wonder why we have a backache or can't sleep. If we believe it is friendly, we know that spirit is in everything that happens. In our very human challenges, faith in a God that is real to us guides us through every situation and trust deepens. And it gives a little affirmation. Today, I co-create a life of faith and trust in a universe that is friendly and that responds to me personally. I practice being the person I want to be. I choose joy. And I like that because when I think of the universe as friendly... Yes. And sometimes I have to convince myself it's a choice. I don't just, you know what I mean? I have to choose. Yes. Well, I was going to say, because when I was listening to you, and what a big part of what our show is really about is retraining our mind to think in harmony with the divine. Because over time, we've developed these mental habits that basically are based on the belief that it's not a friendly universe, right? We fear and doubt. I have to be on guard. I got to watch your back. Yeah. So all we're doing, just like we say with affirmations, is retraining our mind to get back in the flow with the divine. And that's why affirmations feel good. Yes. It's not because you're fooling yourself, that's because right. then it would feel like effort. Affirmations feel good because it's realigning our minds with what is true. That's right. That's and the right. reason when I'm in a funk or depressed or upset or agitated or anxious, it means I'm choosing at that moment, maybe not consciously, but I'm choosing at that moment to believe that the universe is unfriendly. Yes. And sometimes I have to repeat affirmations to myself yes. and move in a positive way. Yes. The other day I was walking up the hill. I was in such a funk. I mean, really, I felt like I couldn't get out of it. And I said, you know what? I don't care if anyone's watching. As I walk up this hill, I'm going to walk like a jolly character from a Disney movie. Nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, Remus. Yeah, or one yeah. of those. Yeah, you know, just happy with zippity my arms, doo-dah. like a zippity doodah. And I got to tell you, it instantly transformed. And my mind's still going, yeah, yeah, we yes. read that before. You know, put if you lift your head up and act positive, you'll feel positive. That right. action always precedes emotion. And part of me just wants to go, that's pooey. Like, I want... There's yeah. a part of my mind that wants the self-pity and wants to believe that yes. this is more real yes. than these tricks. But yeah. they're not tricks because yes. the universe is a friendly place. And these so-called tricks, and even we mentioned simple tricks, work is because it's so simple to click back into feeling yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and it comes sometimes down to how much, to. sometimes when those beliefs come up that we're that we have to fight that we're in a fight and there's a million and one ways to get in more of a fight i was thinking about this earlier you know the like the saying that 
he who has more will be given right and he who has not more more will be taken it's away exactly and i was what we're talking about exactly and i've and recently i was thinking about it in the positive respect right when i'm in an abundant mood i get more of that when i'm in a, a lack mood i get more but today i was realizing the same thing is true when i believe i'm in a fight i get more of a fight once i once the fight's over any any remaining fight will be even that will be taken away well, I might as well tell this story since we have time. This is perfect. Yes. So last week we did our show. And if you haven't heard it, all our shows are on the archives at unity.fm. Yes. You just click on our link in the shows and it'll take you to all the archives. We have, this is our 68th show. Yes. 68 hours. Yeah. And I just went through all the titles recently to, to, because we're, Daryl's working on some speaking thing and, I just reading through the titles gave me a boost. Yeah, sometimes just go through our show titles and it'll they're like af- many funny affirmations. Yeah, and there's a little description that's uh, uplifting that goes yeah. with the title. You can use just our show descriptions as part of your morning routine and not have to waste an hour listening to us. Yeah, a fan once told us that was exactly what she did. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's awesome. Well, last week Ed was in New York, I was in New York. Then when we did the show, Ed was still in New York and I was out here. Yes. And the show came off as best it could for us. Two different coasts. Oh, and, my gosh. And then we had Sandy Page all the way from Chicago. Oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. So after the show, I usually have to go eat because I'm ravenous. Yes. And I was on my way to go eat, driving down the side street. And Lori was on my wife. Lori was on the phone with me and, you know, on the Bluetooth. I didn't have the cell phone in hand. You know, I, th- I purposely. Yes. Here's a trick. I purposely put my cell phone in my glove box in the armrest Smart. as soon as I get in the car. Because if that thing is out, I'm going to check it. And this prevents me from ever checking it while I'm driving. Because I just mm-hmm. can't, you know, get that armrest opened as I'm driving to pull it out. Yes. So I'm talking to Laura. I'm telling her, yeah, I'm going to go get something to eat. And as I'm driving down the street, I hear whoop, bunk, crunch. Oh, man. And I come to a stop. And Laura goes, what happened? I go, someone just swung their door open into my car. And she goes, are you Okay. And I said, yeah, yeah, let me just pull over. Everything's fine. I pull over and I felt the tendency of, I felt it inside me, a self-pity and, uh, you know, grump and fear and attack. And and then, like, you know, getting upset with why this happened now. I got to deal with this. I'm hungry. I can't believe blah, 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 blah. Right, of course. And I had to just let it go. I kept letting it go. No, Daryl, just get out of the car. Yeah. And... You know, I had to talk to the guy, of course, and I called my insurance right there on the spot. And, and he started, you know, making explanations. And part of me wanted to get defensive because he was saying, well, you must have been trying to make that light. And I was like, well, no, the light was red. I was, there was a car passing the way and I stopped right away. And uh-huh. there was no damage to his door because it was the strongest part of the door. But wow. the side, my rear quarter panel was really smushed. Right. Right. And part of me wanted to get defensive. And you know what? I just kept praying for him. In that moment, I said, no, I don't need to fight this. You know, he let him say what he wants to say. I don't need to fight this because eventually the claims adjuster is going to look at it. And if it turns out it's my problem, it's my problem. Sure. It's his problem. It's his problem. Sure. And just that morning, I sent my friend Joe Williams a quote from one of my morning routines that said, I lost my today. I lost my favorite teacup. Right. I could have lost my favorite teacup and be upset uh-huh. or could I have lost my favorite teacup and be all right. 
Yes. Either way, I've lost my favorite teacup. Right. It's gone. Right. And I'm going, oh, my God, this is perfect. Wow. So I didn't harp on, oh, my car, my Camaro is damaged. You know, this guy's Italian oh, guy's man. from New Jersey. Yeah, you don't I, mess with an Italian guy's Camaro. Oh, no. But it. anyway, it was so, I started praying for this guy as he's on the phone talk, and I handed him my cell phone, and he's talking to the insurance company, and we both had State Farm. And I'm not even getting into what he's telling her. I'm letting it go. I'm praying for him, sending him so much love that when he got off the phone, I felt compelled to hug him. Wow. And I didn't hug him, right? Yeah. But I felt like I should hug him, you know? Yes. But I just held on to that feeling and I said, <laughs> well, we'll see you later. And, you know, it'll work out. It, I even admit to him, I go, it doesn't look like a lot of damage. I wouldn't worry about it because it doesn't look like that bad. Yes. You know, and I let go of all the things like I should make it look worse so they know it's his fault. I let go of all that. Right? Oh, I let go of it all. I felt so good. And then when I went to the Science of Mind, our um, metaphysical Bible study that evening, Ken brought up something very good. And because I said, you know, I went through this experience today. I told him about the car accident. And, you know, I went through it. I told him exactly how. And I said, I didn't know if I wanted to hug him because I loved him. If I hugged him because I felt relieved yes. that he didn't get like he didn't really start attacking me right. because somehow I always feel at fault. Yes. When something happens, I think I'm somehow to blame. Right. Right. You're, yeah. And you know, uh, uh, Ken, who's one of the ministers there, mm -hmm. he said, uh, well, this was the perfect opportunity. You attracted this to you to walk through this. So you would see that you don't have to carry that excessive guilt. And I go, you're right. Because I didn't have that excessive guilt. I didn't respond from yes. that place of excessive guilt. That's I key. felt the excessive yes. guilt, but I didn't respond. I was praying for this guy in the moment. Wow. And I go, wow. You know, and I said, just you, just by you saying that, I'm going to choose to believe that that was the lesson in this. Yes. And it just relieved the whole situation. Of course, everything's going to work out fine. I have no yes. doubt. But, I mean, it was just a perfect example of me making a decision. Either this is a friendly universe. Yes. Or unfriendly. Right. And, and, you, and you had to make the choice. That's and what I love. Yeah. During the yeah. – my, my mind was teetering. Right. Like, during it kept wanting to go, well, here's the proof that it's unfriendly. Right. This happened out of the blue. It's not your fault. And, no, bring it back to right. a friendly universe. I like that, man, that you made the choice and that you, I like how your morning routine with that reading yes. sets you up perfectly because we talk time and time again. The morning routine doesn't necessarily make the day go completely smoothly, but it actually – it sets a foundation so we at least stand a chance yeah. when stuff like this came up. You were able to tap back into that and that was and, and support yourself moving through. Because something like that, I can only imagine what must like the the choice that you were facing. You well, yeah, because no ways. one likes car accidents. Number one, yeah. when there's damage and the car is new, and yes. you don't know how the other person's going to respond. Yes, and dude, that goes along with another quote I heard from Abraham Hicks today, which was "Make an enemy of no one." Don't fight. Don't find anyone and make that person a reason to push against. Make an enemy of no one, because all that happens is that you won't allow everything you've been asking for into your experience. So and you, you know did a good funny? job with that. Yeah, I even remember the guy's name. I won't say his last name. But I remember his name it was Robert, and I know his last name just because I felt so much love towards right someone who I wow. He ran. You know how you usually get yeah. like the guy who ran into your car and for somehow they're a stranger. So 
They're like somewhat yes. of an enemy in some weird pocket. By keeping him a human being, oh, by it's keeping awesome. him a friend. That's everything that Martin Luther King Jr. stood for and Gandhi. A lot of people yeah. know, like that non-resistance. You lived it. So good good on you for that well, thank one. Thank God for these tools because I can't do this. I know. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, dude. All right. Coming up next, Funniest Thing fan Jen Henry will join us to read the Daily Word, non-resistance. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes. To find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer. Activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Have you heard about Dr. Tom Shepard's new program on Unity Online Radio? Tom Shepard, isn't he the Unity Magazine question and answer guy? Right. Well, they've actually turned him loose with a radio show, and I hear it's going to be pretty edgy. Edgy? Like what? Guest panelists and students from Unity Institute and Seminary, topics like abortion, gay marriage, war and peace, environmental issues, Islamic fundamentalism, universal health care, religion and politics, current events. Yeah, but they'll all be Unity people, right? Dr. Tom and his students will talk about the hard questions facing all people today, sometimes joined by rabbis, priests, liberal and conservative ministers, Buddhist monks, Baha'is, Hindus. And he's going to interview them on the program? Better. He's going to introduce a controversial topic and let students and special guests go for it. This could get explosive. Does he have guys in black shirts standing by to break up the fights? (laughs) If I know Dr. Tom, he will keep it both friendly and spirited. Whoa, I gotta hear this. When and where? The program is called Let's Talk About It, and it's on every Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio. 
So let's talk about it. Definitely, let's. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Hey, welcome back to Funniest Thing. Yeah, baby. And just remember, if you feel like a twisted sister, it's time to be a non-resistor. That's right. <laughs> and this is this is the portion of the show that we like to remember to always thank our er- listeners. Everyone we're grateful for. Yeah, so we want to thank you listeners for uh, tuning in, sharing the show, chiming in on our Facebook fan page, sending us mail, which we'll get to in the third segment, and everything else that you do that makes this show move. And we have tweeters. We do have tweeters. We had some new tweeters. Maggie Bergstrom at... Bergstrom XUK Mag. And uh, we also had Dale Allen Hoffman at Aramaic underscore Mystic. Ooh. And then we had the usual tweeters, Ari, Ari underscore Shockley, Shockley Events, Success under quotes, underscore quotes too, and at uniques, Unique Events for You. For all the retweeting, we thank you. Polly Clono, we missed oh, to send out some love to her. Yes. Even if you didn't retweet this week, we love you. We love your name. I think she did. Oh, good, good. Sometimes I don't always get them in my mailbox. They come to Daryl's box. But we thank all of you for all of that because we love what we do and we love sharing the fun things that we find. Well, and most important, most of our retweeters have thousands of followers and our Twitter account only has like 40. Totally. So we always appreciate when people retweet. Yeah, they're our, like you're like our, our carrier Twitters. pigeons. Like we're, yes. inside, we're two hermits in a cage, and then cave. I mean, a cage, <laughs> not quite a cage, a cave. And then you guys send out all this good stuff to your followers, and we love it. And then now we want to thank our chief engineer, Mister Jeffrey Comfort, because each week we all know this. Everyone at Unity when, Online Radio, all the women at uh, Unity Village across oh, the land, and I think all everyone listening could join in. Yes. For this portion. Yes. Sing along at home. We don't mind. So uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Jeff Comfort, because each week you take us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. Wow. Jeff Comfort. Took off in a big old jet airliner today. Oh my goodness, that was fantastic and most impressive. <laughs> Daryl is now taking care of something that just happened in the studio. Our friend Sonny, <laughs> the local dog, left us a little, a little something. <laughs> so Daryl will be right back. But in the meanwhile, I'd like to make a shout out to the prayer line, which is eight hundred now pray. Or 800-669-7729. We use it. We love it. We encourage everyone else to do it as well. (laughs) Unity Prayer Line has been around for a very long time. They will help boost your spirits. They will turn you from a twisted sister into a non-resistor in no time at all. Because uh, what was the song that Daryl likes to sing? In the morning you wake up before you put on your makeup. They say a little prayer for you. Yeah. 
Wow. That was a twisted <laughs> sister right there. And uh, oh my goodness. <laughs> So now we're coming up to a segment, which we love. Daryl, did you want to add anything? Uh, no, I think you covered it all. We got the now prayer. Did you re- remove the birthday cake? <laughs> we need to send a uh, shout out to Laura Harvey, the editor oh, of Daily Word right. Magazine, because today is her birthday. That's right. Today is actually the editor of the Daily Word's birthday. That's why Sonny brought a cupcake into the studio. Yes, she did. So and, thank you, Sonny. And we're going to save that for Laura. Yeah, <laughs> put that in the fridge. Okay, because now it's time for the Daily Word segment. And one thing Daryl and I like to remind our fans, because a lot of times we, we run into people that say, oh, Daily Word. I remember my grandma used to read that magazine. I always wondered what that was. Well, they look at me cross-eyed, especially when I was like 23 and carrying that thing around in my briefcase at the Honolulu Police yes. Department. Amongst all the other stuff you were up to, that was the, that was the last draw. <laughs> well, I'd say, well, what? don't you get the Daily Word? Like, I, I was like, <laughs> don't you get it? And they were like, what? That thing? That's for like old ladies. Is that for Jehovah Witnesses? What is that? And to that we say... It's not just for little ladies. Go, Granny, go, Granny, go, Granny, go. Yeah. And so, on that note, we welcome <laughs> Funniest Thing Fan. She's in Los... No, Chicago. She's in Chicago. Live from Chicago, it is Jen Henry. Hello, guys. It's an honor to be here again. Thank Woo! you so much for having me. Yeah, Jen Henry. Everyone loves Jen Henry. How can you not? How can you not? <laughs> I love you guys. Your show is awesome. And it's just so inspiring to me. Well, when you say that and you come on and help us out, you take it to the next level and we love it. Yes, we do. We really love it. Yeah, we relax because usually we're running around here like two little kids. And then when our friends and guests and editors and things come on to read the Daily Word, we just calm down. We feel better. So, which is perfect for today's Daily Word. Right. All right. Non-resistance. I do not resist change, for I know only God the good governs me. I do not resist change, however challenging it may be. When I am called on to meet it, I know this truth. As the door to a former way of life closes, another door opens. I know that only good governs me, my circumstances and my environment, for God governs me. I do not resist change. I maintain my poise. I do not give way to fearful thoughts. I do not persist in the feeling that I cannot be happy in other circumstances or other places. I find mm. that change is easy to make when I remember that God has not given me a spirit of fear, but a spirit that is wonderfully flexible and adaptable. God has given me a spirit that welcomes new ideas, new ways of living, new places, new friends. God has given me a spirit that is willing to grow, a spirit that is willing to unfold and to change. Grow in the grace of our Lord. To Peter. This is awesome for me. I I was going to share this. I wanted to share this really quick story because last week, Daryl mentioned, we've mentioned this a few times. We were in New York. I recorded 10 songs for this upcoming album way, way, way out of my comfort zone. Believe me. And now that I'm back in Culver City, yesterday I was driving around realizing, oh, dude, comfort zones are undervalued because I love it. I love being in Culver City. I love my life. I love Santa Monica where I live. I love the surfing. But I went out, I did this, this album, I did all this, I was you know, way out of my comfort zone. And what happened was I came back and all of a sudden I started feeling cagey. I felt like 
And I didn't realize what was going on at first because it's not like my inner voice was part of it when I was at the studio was like, whoa, I'm over my head. I'm doing this album. And who am I? But but what started to happen was I started feeling cagey and felt like people were picking on me. And, you know, like I didn't know what was going on at first. And I was surfing the day after I got back and I rode this wave. And this is just indicative of what was going on. I rode a wave and I rode right past this man and a woman. And then I got out of the wave. And in my mind already, I was like, that guy was mad at me for taking that wave and going right past him. And I not like I was flashily going past him, but I I just started writing this story. And then he paddles his board and he for the next wave behind it and he drops in and he and I had to like yank my board out of the way and he didn't even seem to notice and he went right on by. And in that moment, I was like, man, Nem's fighting words, you know, like I didn't say anything to him. I was kind of cursing under my breath and as I paddled back out. And I was so I was in my mind, it was like, that guy should have seen me. He saw me. He did see me. And he was actually going for me to make a statement about how mad he was about the wave that came before. So what happened was I didn't take any action, but I thought to myself, oh, this is interesting. You know, I'm feeling really cagey. I don't you know, really feel this way. And then a day or two later, when I was meditating or whatever, I was feeling better. I had a moment of clarity. And I re-saw the whole thing in my mind. And I realized that guy was just a beginner surfer. He was with his wife or whoever that was they were talking he didn't even I, don't, I really don't even think he noticed i was there and i felt the difference i realized that whole thing was made up in my mind but in the moment boy did it feel real well, it's like that because it's like it's in the moment when i believe in a fearful universe yes or a friendly universe yes. and it's funny because like earlier when i was talking about feeling excessive guilt or i'm somehow to blame it goes hand in hand with i'm a fraud yes because the fraud feeling funny, of coming yes. back from doing the album and like coming yes. back from doing the talk. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, who am I really? I'm just a nobody. Right. And then that, it seems those two seem to go hand I, in I hand. I agree. And, and sometimes it's like you really have to step back and take a look like, oh, wait, I'm starting to get feeling cagey. I feel like people pricking me. What's the bigger picture that's happening? And I'm stepping way out of my comfort zone on a much bigger level. So these deeper part of me. Like I like in the Daily Word where it says, I maintain my poise. I do not give way to fearful yes. thoughts because they come. When we go big, they're going to come. Well, and the resistance is always because we're moving into a bigger universe. Yes. So those thoughts are not coming to punish us. They're coming up to be to move out like, yes. pu- like pus in a wound. Yes. They're coming up to, to leave us into the light. Right. But we sometimes, I mistaken those thoughts as being real about yes. what's going on now. And that's what you said. Like you said I mean, a while back, you said one of the things that makes kindness so amazing is that it's a choice. choice. And that's why like in surfing, the aloha spirit, the real like Hawaiian aloha is about choosing to be kind. Yeah, we're going through our own stuff and, we may feel out of sorts, but that act of choosing to be kind is amazing. It really goes a long way. Exactly. No, I just thought of something uh, when you were speaking, Ed, that, you know, the story that you had, the guy, the guy surfing, you had a chaotic story all made up in your head about what was really going on. And mm-hmm. isn't that so much of when we resist, they're all chaotic stories in our heads. And if the truth, the truth is that if we sit, take a step back and, and the truth is the truth. If we take a step back and look at the bigger picture, it's never as bad as the chaos in our head. Yes. Yes. It's made up. Yes. Right. And we usually make up stories more when we're in a point of growth. 
They're yes. never going to like me. This isn't going to work out. I'm never going to have enough money to do this. I'm never going to have enough whatever. Do you know what I yes. mean? And that is never the case. There's always an, it's an abundant, beautiful, kind universe that's always delivering. And, and there's always proof of that every time we step out boldly and disregard those negative voices and choose to believe what's true. Yeah. That's why it's like we're always saying funniest thing. I'm always in. It's like I'm never surprised but I'm, that it works, but I'm always in awe of how it works out. Yes. It's definitely exactly. And yeah, and it always when you put that energy out there into the universe or prayer or whatever you know, however you phrase it, it, it always comes back to exactly when you put that positive intention out or the prayer, it, the expectation is always met. Yes. Yes. And it's a faith builder because it's the faith is what led me to New York. The faith is what like, I mean, the, the divine, that creativity is what created all the songs we were recording. But when it actually came time to do something in a way I've never done it before. I had to have faith because, you know, I had to, essentially, it's good, funny, I'm talking about surfing. It's like I was walking on water because in my mind, I hadn't had the experience of that even being possible yet. So I really had to have faith and choose, was I going to put my faith in the old, all right, now I'm out here and I'm vulnerable. Now it's time to, you know, like muscle down and make sure, you know, or do I continue to put my faith where it all started in the creative divine flow? You know what? You just got me on fire. Yes. Because I was thinking about this yesterday because I'm drawing cartoons for Jen Henry. You might know her. She's a guest on our show today. Oh, yeah. I love her. I love her and Leslie Henry. Yes. And their two dogs, Faith and Hope. Yes. 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 So it's. it's shout out. It's their first radio shout out. <laughs> well, the, this is what happens. I was just thinking about this last night. I go, you know what? When I draw, like, I can draw. I mean, I've had exhibits in New York. I've had a yeah. solo exhibits in New York with paintings, right? I'm, I know I can draw, no yes. problem. Yeah. But as soon as it's for somebody I care about, holy shit, how do you draw a dog? I can't draw this. I don't even know what. I, it's like I put this, like, extra pressure, fear all of a sudden, I forget everything I'm capable yes. of, and I realize, rather you know than what? Letting it, yeah, mm-hmm, yep. I rather have, than letting it flow organically, you already know everything that you're doing. You yes. read, you're an expert at it. Well, here's you know, what helped me. Asked you to draw the pot. Ah, well, thank you. Like, well, here's you what know, helped me yesterday. Uh, we had a friend who's a teacher of uh, first oh, yes. graders. Awesome. So she's been saying, hey, you can come by. I said, you know, we should shout out to Jan Glusak. Jan Glusak. Yeah, she's Jan- awesome. She's an amazing teacher here in Culver City. She's my favorite elementary school teacher. You can look on our Facebook and yeah. see all sorts of crazy stuff. When, I, done first in her started, class. when I first started working in the district, she was the first person to re- like really give me, or one of the first people to make me feel at home and remind me like I can do the job. So I, I wish I had I, She's teaching first graders. They're doing Mondrian paintings. They're yeah. doing. They're learning about uh, Kandinsky. I didn't learn any of that stuff till yeah. I was in college. So Daryl, yesterday. Yeah. So yesterday, she, you know, she said, "Hey, come down if you want." I said, "You know what? I'm going to swing by today after lunch." And I, yes. Ed was with me. I said, "Come on, let's go to Glusak's class." So we get over there. I have no idea what I'm going to do. She wanted me to do something with one of the, like, Picasso or something. But I don't look good without a shirt on. I encouraged him to take a shirt off and run in there like Picasso would, but he didn't. Because we have the same hairline. I'm getting there. I'm catching up to him. But I don't... <laughs> So anyway, um, I said, you know what I'm going to teach them? 
it just came to me where the question mark and the exclamation point came from. You know, from Egyptian times, the cat's tail. When a cat's curious, their tail is curled. And that's where that hieroglyph came from. And when a cat is anxious or frightened, boink, their cat, their tail is straight. And the little dot, of course, is their hiney. So which I, the kids love, by which the way. Which the kids love. And I knew that when I draw with them, there's no pressure. I'm free. And I'm like, so creative. And that energy of letting go of all this, I have to be perfect because this is for people I care about. Not that I don't care about the kids, but I release my judgment of myself when I'm with them. Mm -hmm. That it helped loosen me up and I was able to finally start cranking out the things I was afraid to do because of this self-imposed nonsense. Ah, so you use that, that experience in the drawing of the cartoons. For the Henrys. For the Henrys. Nice. I even sent a little sketch to Jen Henry last night with my phone. And as soon as I sent it, I go, well, I hope she's not insulted by that because it's not really perfect. I just kind of oh, sketched yeah. it out. I mean, I'm just letting it you know. It was awesome. Not- Les and I loved it. It was so cool. We were like, oh, my God, that's us. Oh, good. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> and then awesome. we were in the little hover. It was just awesome. Hope and faith. Loved it. Fantastic. <laughs> I, I have to read this card that we found. What is this from oh. Gerald Jampolsky, right? It's one of his it's it, like, uh, it, it, Course in Miracles it's called, cards. It's called a mini lesson in the Course in Miracles 18-day uh, lesson, and we highly recommend awesome. it. It's a set of cards, and this one said, it's number 12, it says, A defensive response to an attacking world will not work since it increases my own feelings of weakness and vulnerability. Only the fearful believe that defenses protect them, not recognizing that they are caught in an endless chain of attack and defense. Yet defenselessness is strength and cannot be attacked. Today I recognize that defenses cannot protect me, but do the opposite of what I want. Throughout the day when you feel threatened, repeat to yourself, in my defenselessness lies my safety and strength. I choose to leave weakness behind today. Yeah, because what we fight fights back yes so jen henry thank you for coming on to read the daily word and share stories with us thank you guys it has been an honor and a pleasure oh fantastic so coming up after the break we'll have the joke of the day listener mailbag daryl and ed's funniest things for the week we'll have a fortune from our friend rachel gallant and a lot more so thank you for listening to funniest thing on unity online radio this one is called the pants take eight Are you in a state of change, a period of transition? Perhaps you simply don't know which way to turn, or you want guidance on taking that next step in your personal or professional life. You can activate the power of yes with Reverend Beverly Melander. As a new thought minister and next step counselor, she knows how to listen to where you are and help you get to where you want to be. With 20 plus years of experience, she offers spiritual counseling and affirmative prayer next step counseling for your personal or professional life, as well as resume writing and editing. To learn more about Beverly's counseling services, visit beverlymelander.net. That's Beverly, M O L A N D E R.net. If I were brave, I'd walk the races where fools and dreamers dare to and never lose faith. How is life working for you? 
Would it be okay with you if life got easier, simpler, yet more meaningful and vibrant? Join certified life coach Carla McClellan Tuesday afternoons for Vibrant Living. Each week, Coach Carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to make your life more vibrant. Is there something in your life you'd like help with? A dream you'd like to achieve? A relationship you'd like to improve? Call into the show toll-free for Coaching with Carla. That's Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What if we're all meant to do what we secretly dream? We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you feel like a twisted sister, it's time to be a non-resister. That's right. Let go. Yes, let go. And we got a great reading that will help you let go. Oh, it sure by will. By putting this truth in your mind when you feel the urge to fight or attack or protect yes. or defend. This is from The Science of Mind, once again, from Ernest Holmes, this giant tome, which I used to be afraid of, but since we've studied with uh, Dr. Elizabeth Marshall and Ken, what's Ken's last name? Gray. Ken Gray over at the Spiritual Center for Spiritual Living in Inglewood. I have come to love this book. And uh, so on page 184, there's a little section, because it's, it's broken into the greatest tiny little sections that you can just go to and read a paragraph could, or two. or Yeah, and I, re- yeah I recommend if anyone gets this book, you just do like you flip and you just open that page yeah. and read it. And it's always the perfect. Dr. Elizabeth actually gave me this one because I had actually given you mine because I thought I would never read it. And then now look. Now look at this. That always happens. Now look at you. So listen to this. Always expect the good. Have enthusiasm and, above all, have a consciousness of love, a radiant feeling flowing through your consciousness at all times. That I like that because that also reinforces what um, Ernest Holmes, what Eric Butterworth says frequently, which is life flows in a positive direction direction that helps me so always much. that really and helps resistance me. is me like hanging on to branches on the side of the stream you know this is the thing i'm gonna this is a perfect analogy that came to me one day yes. i was thinking when i go to a water slide even as a kid oh yeah i'm it. like yahoo you know i'm running up the ladder yeah, i can't yeah. wait right because i know how much fun it's gonna be sliding down this giant slide yes because at the end i'm gonna end up in the pool with all the cute girls in the bikinis and my right. friends sure well what if i didn't know where that went yeah that would be i scary. would not be wanting you'd be pushing me no 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 and people could tell me yeah. no 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 you're gonna end up in a beautiful pool with girls in bikinis even if there's a bearded man with sandals and a robe lovingly telling you to come on daryl the kingdom is down here you still would be on the yeah because i because i didn't know yes. so i I would doubt it to the point yes. of I'm not going. I don't trust it. Yeah. But that's why we have people that go before us. Yeah. Because then the other kids will come out of the pool and say, "No, it really does go into a pool," and I'll believe them. That's also why I don't. I've learned to st- to. I practice not resisting the parts of myself that don't want to go down the slide. I have to be a loving parent or people. It's like I, I used to try to convince more people of this stuff in the past. 
but no. it's better to just Live keep it. going down the slide. Yeah. Eventually, they'll see you're having fun, and if they want to have fun too, but there will be people lining the stairs going, but, 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 there's, you know, I have this reason for not going. There, there can't be a slide. Look at the climb. You know, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's a million and one and reasons to, to not go them. down the slide, but if you want to have fun, you got to yeah. go down the slide. Yes, and I don't need to convince anyone anymore. Yeah, you know, this reminds me, and I don't know why, of a joke that I heard. Oh, let's hear it. So there was a newly ordained deacon. Ooh. He was so nervous he could hardly talk during his first homily. After Mass, he asked the pastor how he had done. The pastor replied, When I'm worried and getting nervous in the pulpit, I put a little vodka in a glass instead of water. If I start to get nervous, I take a sip. Well, the following Sunday, the deacon took his pastor's advice. He was so nervous, so before beginning, he took several swallows. Wait, instead of just a few sips? Yeah, he took several swallows of vodka. This time, his homily went smoothly, like Vizarro on the dance floor. Ooh, yeah, after a few drinks. Or so he thought. After Mass, the deacon found the following note in the sacristy. It was from... The pastor. Ooh, let's see what he said. You sip the vodka, not gulp it. And by the way, and by the way, Jacob wagered his donkey. He didn't bet his ass. Boom. You know what's funny though? I did have a knack for when I was on the dance floor. Yeah. I was able you know, I was able to like turn like a near fall and stumble oh, yeah. into a spin. So oh, the girl totally. wouldn't notice that I was yeah. I had too many gulps of uh-huh. vodka instead of a few sips. Yes, yes, yes. Oh maybe that? maybe they did. <laughs> oh, no, that's what they were really saying. <laughs> a horror movie scream. So uh oh what is that I hear in the distance? What do you got for us today? Well, this first one is actually on an iPhone. Oh, wow. Pull that iPhone out. Pull this iPhone out. What does it say, Gabby? It's from Stephanie Tina Havelka. This is actually live and direct from the Facebook. That's right. Live on the air. It came just right during the beginning of our show. This popped into our uh, little fan page. Yes. So she said, Stephanie said, was in a wormy, whiny, victim, self-pity mode yesterday. Today, decided to snap out of it. Listen to your July 16th show replay today. Perfectly poignant and obviously by design. Divine design. Divine design. That's, yes. Wow. And just a little shout out about Stephanie. Oh, yes. Yeah. I don't I think I know she I think this is her business. I think she might even be the creator of the Sport Kini. Ooh, and we looked online at this this product. Well, it, she's like this. She's all about fitness, and she's yeah. very athletic, and she's there's, very positive. There's a great, very helpful video of her product, the the Sportkini in use, and being demonstrate. I think it's oh, called man. a demonstration video. If it does for Daryl and Ed Tiny what it did for this woman in the video, we're in. That's right. We're getting Sportkinis. Yeah. I don't know what we're gonna do with the tops, but all right. Okay, what do we got up next here? Oh, listen to this. Here, you, you take this one, but let me read you. I know this is from Joe Williams. We mentioned him. He's an artist on last week's show. That's and right. so he made a piece of art, which we talked about. And so right. Sandy Page, who read the funniest, uh, who read the Daily Word last week on our show, said, 
uh, wrote an email that said, I was just re-listening to the show and the part where you're describing Joe Williams' piece, Modern Atlas. It was beautiful. I saw the piece on his site, and it had so much more meaning, I believe, because of the way you lovingly spoke of it. Thanks for sharing your experiences today. So then Daryl passed this on to Joe Williams, the artist, who Daryl met in Syracuse. That's right. I sent him that. I said, Joe, you're not going to believe it. We talked about your show, um, your website today and his artwork. Now, just so everyone knows, Joe Williams is a uh, Marine veteran. I met him when I was back in Syracuse giving a talk to uh, during the entrepreneurial boot camp for veterans with disabilities and yes. it's it's by the Syracuse University's Institute for Milit- uh, veterans and military families yes and he is the CEO of an organization that he's founded called the endowment for veteran arts campaign and the piece I talked about was called modern day Atlas and that piece is actually on display in um, in uh, Kansas City, Missouri, not far away from Unity Village. Yes. And you could see it at the Oak Street Mission in Kansas City. And what Joe wrote. Or you can see it at um, evacart.com. Oh, yes. You can go yeah, to his uh, website, evacart.com. And Joe Williams wrote us a letter. Yes. After I sent him Sandy Page's compliment, he wrote, Wow, thank you so much for that. That really makes me so happy. And that's what art is the ability to touch someone and have a positive impact in their life. Having the ability to influence an individual to better themselves and those around them is the purpose of our being. The human experience is dictated by external forces that affect our internal being. So as long as we remain positive and compassionate towards those forces, we can truly live a blessed life. Thanks again for everything. Much love, Joey. All right. And this is coming from a battle-tested Marine. No and kidding. these guys realize that love is more powerful yes. than attack. Yes. And it just blows my mind. They're, they're great teachers and inspirations to, to all of us. You know, we should take a minute to thank Rachel Gallant because uh, she's a fan who sent us a great gift oh my in the God. last couple of weeks. It was... Uh, um, it was in a. Uh, it came with a card. Let me see here. I have the card here. That's the yeah, this, this one. This one here, which said, "Dear Daryl and Ed, thank you for all the times you and your show have been dot 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 my spiritual lifesavers." And in the pack, on the card, there's lifesavers. Inside the package, there was what looked like rolls, rolls of, of lifesavers. Savers. They were actually actual wrappers wrapped perfectly. Rolls of lifesavers. This this thing weighed like thirteen pounds. Yes. Turned out she tied to us by using rolled nickels as lifesaver rolls. And we just, we we are so grateful and appreciative, not just to her tithing, but all the the joy she puts in our hearts by going through making these creative gifts for us. Yeah. So thank you very much. We also want to thank uh, Kirk Chelson, right, out in Shanghai, China, who uh, sent a tithe recently through the PayPal. We appreciate that. And uh, we had a great letter from Kate Flores, which we'll get to next episode. Yes. Uh, but we want to thank you. We did get the letter. And uh, what did you learn from today's episode, Ed? Well, there's a reason for the sunshine in the sky. There's a reason oh. why I'm feeling so high. Must be the season. Oh, there we go. When the love light shines all around us. That feeling 
Jeff Comfort. Let your love flow like a mountain stream and let your love grow with the smallest of dreams and let your love show. You know what I mean, it's the season. That's right. Subscribe to the Funniest Thing podcast on iTunes. It's easy. Just go to the iTunes store or to the iTunes app on your phone. We love to hear from you. Send all of your stories, comments, and suggestions to Funniest Thing at UnityOnlineRadio.org. Janet Les Henry. Happy birthday, Laura Harvey. Happy birthday, Laura Harvey. Subscribe to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed YouTube channel. We have a lot of great video episodes. Also, follow us on Twitter at Daryl and Ed. And find The Funniest Thing fan page on Facebook and like us. But most of all, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. Yeah! Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Do you experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application, by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Repeat the words, God is taking care of it. And it will become clear that you are the channel and that God is the doer of good works through you. This meditative moment, adapted from Mary Cupferly's God Will See You Through, is brought to you by Unity. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology. Available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. 